Hello, everybody. It's James Lindsay. You're listening to New Discourses Bullets. This is uh, a short-form podcast where I give you one topic relevant to woke Marxism that you need to know so that we can beat it, kind of summarize like a bullet point. That's my cute pun. Bullets. Haha. <laughs> okay, so... You know how the woke seem to have double-meaning language for everything? Like, diversity seems to mean not people who are actually diverse in any meaningful sense, but people who all have critical consciousness, but maybe look different. So they have the critical race perspective on race, and maybe they're of different races, or maybe they're not. You ever notice that? You know, like, diversity doesn't mean diversity. It seems to have two meanings. Inclusion seems to weirdly mean exclusion. An inclusive space is one that excludes all kinds of things and does a lot of censorship so that certain people wouldn't feel like they can speak up because what it actually means is that uh, that people who support views that, that they say uphold systemic power are making it exclusive for other people. So those people have to be excluded and, and, and suppressed and censored or it's kind of a repressive tolerance sort of situation. So inclusion means inclusion, but exclusion at the same time. And then belonging seems weird. It's like, yeah, we just want a place where everybody feels welcome and like they fit in and all that. But then it definitely doesn't feel that way for a lot of people because what belonging actually means is that you're going to only, only the people who agree with the cult doctrine, the woke doctrine are the ones that get to feel like they belong and everybody else feels awkward until they do. And there's always that two-meaning thing. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about, the double-meaning language. There's a fancy word for this. We don't have to get into this. I know we love learning new words, but I'm going to use two words, one of which you've probably heard and one of which you probably don't know, but they're related to one another. And what I'm actually going to do is say the reason is you, you guys know that there is this double-meaning language. You're becoming aware and savvy that they strategically equivocate. That's fancy terminology. They do the Mott and Bailey strategy, as we've talked about uh, in many different times before, where they have a highly defensible fake definition they don't really mean and a highly indefensible activist definition that they do mean. The Mott is the defensible one. The Bailey is the indefensible activist agenda. And they strategically bounce back and forth between those definitions or vacillate or equivocate between them. So they use the word in a way that allows them to to do two meanings at once, and they get to pick which one, which meaning they use according to the situation. If the situation says that they're in trouble, they're going to rep- retreat back to something very basic. It just means teaching honest history. That's your CRT retreat. Or we all know what it really means. It means teaching that the nation is, or the, the whole society is systemically racist. It was built on racism. It upholds a system of white supremacy that benefits some others than others, and da 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 Okay, right? So we have the idea of this double language, double meaning language thing, the Mott and Bailey strategy, the strategic equivocation. So you know that it happens. You know a little bit about you guys, from my perspective, looking out at the world and interacting with people, you're getting much better at understanding the strategy of what it is and being able even to call it out. Now, you mean two things by diversity. So when you say we're going to focus on diversity, you know that the right answer is according to who. Who gets to define that? We want a place where in our school with social emotional learning, we're going to focus on teaching children responsible decision making. That's one of the core competency areas in social emotional learning for CASEL, the Collaborative for Academic Social and Emotional Learning. We're going to focus on responsible decision making. And you know you have to ask, says who? 
Who defines responsible? What does that actually mean? Because you know it's going to be sustainability, climate change, uh, equity, inclusion, belonging. One of these nonsense things is what's really behind making responsible decisions or self-awareness. Oh, self-awareness. According to who? What do you mean by that? You know you have to ask because you know they're using more than one meaning. So you know that it happens and you know how they use it. So self-awareness could be that you're aware of yourself in space and you're aware that you have, inf- you know, con- your actions have consequences and you're aware that you have an impact on other people around you when you do things or say things. But it also could mean that you're aware of your sexuality at five years old. Right? That's self-awareness. Maybe you're secretly a boy when you're actually a girl. That's self-awareness. And so you know you're going to have to ask the question because you don't know how they mean the thing. So you have to say according to who. Whose definition? What's the definition of that? You have to pry in. Is that an equity definition, an inclusion definition? What do you mean by those things? Because you know these mean these things have double meanings. But what I want to point out to you in this episode, so you know that and you know the strategy and you're getting better at identifying it and calling it out. What I want to talk about in this episode is that this reveals that what we're dealing with is a cult. It is a cult that primarily operates. So woke is a cult. Let me not mince words. We've done a lot of podcasts on that before. And in fact, it's a Gnostic cult. So Gnosticism being kind of an ancient religion, as it turns out. We don't have to get into the details of that. We've done a long podcast and a short podcast on that already. You're more than welcome to go look up the word Gnosticism on my website and you'll find it or find them. Okay, so what it's telling you is it's a cult. We know this is a cult, but this is a cult behavior. And these are the two fancy words. I know that I've used a lot of fancy words so far, but there are two fancy words for this episode. Esoteric and exoteric. So they are exactly the same, except in one you use an S and the other you use an X, which turns out in an audio-only format to be a little bit difficult to communicate. So you have the exoteric meaning is the meaning normal people think the word has, right? That's It's outside, exo, external. That's the idea of exoteric. So you have the exoteric meaning of the word. So if I say diversity, you think people of lots of different backgrounds. Exoteric meaning of the word. But then there's an esoteric meaning. In other words, there's a meaning that you only know after you've been initiated into the cult, which you now know it means having expertise in diversity, which you know means having a critical consciousness of diverse identity positionalities. Fancy, fancy terminology, but what it means is that you are a critical theorist doing identity politics. That's what diverse means in its esoteric meaning. So you have an exoteric meaning, which is what normal people think, and normal people, and you guys are no longer normal people, you're getting advanced. Don't think to ask the question. In fact, they're embarrassed to ask the question. Of course, I know what diversity means. I'm not going to look stupid and ask everybody in front. What do you mean by that? I know what diversity means. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to ask them what they mean. They trick you that way. They're depending on you believing in the exoteric meaning while they're going to wait until the opportune moment to apply the esoteric meaning. Inclusion. The exoteric meaning means everybody feels welcome. The esoteric meaning means that we're contouring the place so that only allowed viewpoints can be expressed and everything else is censored or shut out. If you're in the cult, you know that, and you behave that way, and you point that out, and you don't even have to know it explicitly. You only have to know that there are certain rules that you play by to make you a good person that's being inclusive. And they teach people to play by the rules long before they teach them the theory. 
This is the hallmark again of a Gnostic cult. The Gnosis is learning to speak the language in some regard. The, 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 the people who have been initiated into the cult know that the language means kind of both of these things at the same time. And the more savvy and professional they become with it, the more often they can use the word in its esoteric meaning so that it sounds like it's exoteric meaning. The advantage of that is outsiders hear the exoteric meaning and they don't ask questions. They don't push back. They don't fight against it. They look like a fool if they fight against it. And in fact, they weaponize this against you. If you point out the esoteric meaning, they say you're a conspiracy theorist, that you're crazy. I think you're going to find this relatable. If you show up and point out, when you say inclusion, you mean this, they'll say you're crazy. Of course we don't mean that. And they appeal to the exoteric meaning. But they know when the esoteric meaning is going to apply, and it's every time you're not looking. And what they also know is that when they use the esoteric, when they use these words, other people in the cult hear the esoteric meaning and not the exoteric meaning. So outsiders hear the exoteric meaning, which are almost always words that have strong emotional charging so that they polarize. People either come toward the cult if they're good words, or they demonize opponents to the cult using bad words. They use these words so that people will hear the exoteric meaning and think nothing is really going on, but people inside the cult know the esoteric meaning. They know that it was a code word. And you'll notice that they talk all the time about dog whistles and code and so on, and coded this and codifications that and decodifications. Why? Because the iron law of woke projection never misses. They use language in a coded way. People who have been initiated through doing the work, through... Uh, do studying the materials through reading the, the anti-racist literature or the queer theory or who have learned what gender really means and that gender is a social construct. People who have learned the lingo and learned to use the lingo in a morally charged and polarizing way, people who understand the esoteric meaning, who maybe have studied the literature eventually, they know what that word means differently than you do. We hear lots of those words. I've done podcasts on lots of those words. I'll do podcasts on more of those words. Democracy. For normal people, we think it means people get to vote and so on. For them, it means it doesn't count unless everybody's all the way fundamentally equal, so it actually means communism. But in the meantime, you apply a contoured democracy, a so-called, uh, we could call it a stakeholder democracy, or we could call it an inclusive democracy, or we could call it a uh, democracy for the proletariat, or a proletarian democracy, as Lenin did, Um we could call it uh, what did, democratic centralism, as Mao and Lenin did. And what they actually mean is socialism. They mean the dictatorship of the proletariat. What they mean is we're going, and they say this, Mao and Lenin say this explicitly, and they, they mean we're going to elevate the voices that agree with the party, and we're going to suppress everything that doesn't. So they're going to contour and create a real democracy that way, but it only counts as a people's democracy, you see, and only the people who believe in the people's program, the communist program, count as people. And so it's a democracy only for them that will repress everybody else who would allegedly oppress them. And so that's an esoteric meaning of the word democracy. So the point of this, though, wasn't to highlight that so much as yet again to drive home a very important point that we're dealing with a cult. The cult is moderated or modulated, I should say, through language. And they're using 
the stepping back and forth between the exoteric meaning and the esoteric meaning, the hidden meaning, the secret meaning, the cult meaning, the initiated meaning. So that if the thing operates like an initiate society, people are in the know, they tap the side of their nose, and they operationalize woke agendas right under your nose if you think they're using the exoteric meaning. So what do we do with this? First of all, again, let me just reiterate, we recognize that we're dealing with a cult. Okay, the cult language of mark of, of woke. This is the cult language of wokeness that we're actually talking about. Okay, we, we're dealing with a cult. Then what do you do? You realize you're going to have to ask the questions every time. What do you mean by that? According to whom? Could you clarify? Specify how that will work in practice. You have to keep asking the questions. You'll notice that a lot of the times when they give a definition for a term that you know has an esoteric meaning, that it's vague and it's aspirational and it's a paragraph long and the paragraph doesn't seem to say anything. It just seems to mystify. You read it and you're like, oh, that sounds, it's all very nice. Sounds good. Things will be better when they're better and things get better when they get better together. Together we'll work together collaboratively to get things better together for a better tomorrow. And it sounds stuff like that. And you're like, what the heck does it even mean? I don't think that means anything. That means they're obscuring the esoteric meaning. And so you have to ask, you have to dig, you have to expose. I know what the word diversity is supposed to mean. What do you mean by it? I know what social awareness is supposed to look like. What do you mean by it? Who's getting to determine that? In fact, turn their question back on them and go on offense with it. Make them explain it. And then the other thing you have to do is if you have the authority to do this, if you're on a board, if you're in a meeting or whatever, if you have the authority to vote on Absolutely do not implement, if you're writing a law, legislators, do not implement anything without absolutely clear meanings around all specialist terminology, even if it sounds like regular language. That's what you do with this cult language of wokeness. <laughs>